As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm a mess I do my makeup in the car Pulling up 6.30 when I told you 6 o'clock I admit I'm always about to fall apart But you would never notice Cause I make you think I'm not You say you know me Clap. Oh. <laughs> and also Put what that on the <laughs> Why do we do one clap? Oh, it's so you like... can match. <sighs> yeah, <swipe it> <laughs> <laughs> do I want to do the honors of the clap? Hell yeah, I'm clapping for me. You, We're like, keeping this. You're gonna have 20 seconds of me doing a selfie on this thing when it was recorded, like call yourself out. And also, what is happening in the garage? Did you just hear that? I don't know. I guess they're mowing. Um, anyway, yeah, I'll do the clap. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm leaving all this in anyways. <laughs> hey, guys. Good luck matching it up. It's not wow. happening. It's going to be so bad. Well, you know what? There's nothing like something screwing it up to give us an icebreaker before we start a show. Like, that's our thing. I mean, truly. But are you loose now? Because I am. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. But you know what else is going to get us loose? Our pink champagne for our cheers. I washed these. Oh, thank you. And also, in true poor people fashion, trying to be rich, I left the Tiffany uh, stickers on there that I never even noticed I left on there. <laughs> so there's that. I love it. That's poor people trying to do rich people things. Classic. Welcome. Right. Um, welcome to the show. Literally, we have been asked to do video since we started this shit. And never wanted to, <laughs> but here we are. If I break a nail doing this, we're going to fight. Okay. Well, oh, there we go. If this thing pops, I want it to be like a good little poke. Okay. Like champagne and Chanel's farts. I mean, let it. Remember to lend to Do I ever? I still wish that we could go back to that episode. That I was know. A great one. That was a great episode. Like whoever would have thought that we were going to do content and talk on the podcast about what a bibs farts sounded like. And I'm pretty sure that was episode like three or four. It literally was Tula and Toots. Three, I think. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Um, well, you know, the set's pretty much done. We've got a few things that we're going to tweak. So you might see a little bit of change here or there. This always makes sense. Um, oh, that was a good bitch. one. Bitch. That was a great sound. All right. This is um, 
sorry, this is sparkling rosé, but it was Ooh. pink, so... And it was a beautiful bottle, it so... It is beautiful. Naturally, I had to... I wish I had a raspberry or something to put it in. Raspberry. Jalapenos. I got them. It's okay. We're I already, should have. We should have. Recording. We should have done a jalapeno <laughs> in there. Oh, I ain't going to go get them. <laughs> All right. All right. We're cheers in. Hold on. We don't want to spill it on the new rug. We definitely don't. We'll cheers into your mic. Oh. Uh, Come over. That's a nice cheers. That cheers, was. That was. Tastes good. Not bad. Tastes like success. That tastes like a real, um, does he not realize that we are doing our first live, not live. I keep wanting to call it live because of the video. It feels live. It does feel live because you can't go back. But Mike is out there mowing, which I find to be quite selfish. Where's your child? Riding on the mower with him. They're riding, yeah. Oh, that's cute. It is really cute. We'll let it go. Okay, one more sip. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm surprised I can even drink. After this weekend? Yeah, you had, um, let me tell you, I told Spencer, <laughs> I had a hangover watching her stories, and y'all probably did too. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So we went to Carolina Beach, and we stayed in, like, the cutest Airbnb. It was it, totally my vibe. Love that it bathroom. It was, like, very, very white, um, lots of, like, pops of color and pink, and they have this, like, flamingo paintings everywhere and the bathroom was like obsessed i saw your picture everything was it was so cute super cute very nice um we each had our own room and bathroom which oh nice love that for us yeah um and the first night we did we just we stayed at home we made jewelry we oh cute i cooked everybody um a beautiful pasta dinner with some chicken um I have never stayed in an Airbnb where they didn't leave a single spice anywhere in the house. Oh, really? There was nothing? Nothing. We not sc- even pepper and salt? Not even pepper and salt. We scoured every cabinet in that house. There wasn't a thing. I was like... What, did you have to do Instacart, like your spices? Literally. I'm wow, like, what are they... Rude. Just like... Taste leave everything that on the review. people leave? Like, I always weird. leave condiments, especially unopened stuff, and we always leave our spices. Right. Who, That's I've wild. never been to an Airbnb where they didn't have just like basic spices in the right. kitchen. Salt and pepper goes on literally everything. It was cleaned out. It was cleaned out like literally the owners somebody just robbed take everything them. that they leave. Maybe somebody robbed them. Maybe. They're like, I'm taking all these spices. Paprika, you're coming home with me. Literally. Um, but anyways, the house was gorgeous. We stayed home. We made this beautiful dinner. We had fun. We made bracelets. We chit-chatted. Day two, we chartered a boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that for four hours um, with Captain Thomas, who was awesome. And actually, it was funny because uh-huh. he starts talking on the um, boat ride because um, we were in like a no wake zone. Yeah. So he's talking about the different houses. And he was like, in this house here is one of the largest that you're going to find on the inlet. Uh-huh. He starts talking about the Carolina Experience House that MB stayed in. Oh, my gosh. And, po- and I was like, which house? And he pointed at it. And I was like, well, damn, I know that house. Like, we, we need to book that house. Yeah. So I sent her a picture and I was like, guess where I am? She was like, shut up. I'm so jealous. Oh, that house is freaking balls. Gorgeous. Yeah. Because I was like, that looks just like the house. I said, did this, I said, is that house managed by the Carolina Experience? And he was like, yeah, it just recently became available for rent. And I was like, I know that I already house. know that house, Captain Thomas. <gasps> Captain Thomas, I already know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
I had found this. We were looking for places to go that were within walking distance of our Airbnb, obviously, because we all wanted to drink. Yeah. And so I found this place that was um, a karaoke bar called Buzzes on the Beach. Okay. When I tell you, that was my, I felt at home. You did. Well, not right away. (laughs) You didn't walk in the place and like get the vibe or you like walked in and you're like looking around and you're like, these are my people. Well, the first night we walked in, we, and of course we dressed like we were going to a freaking club, but naturally. naturally. And so we walk in and the, this guy is standing right in front of the door and he starts corralling us into the corner. Oh, and we were like, "Uh, okay. And then he was like, that's never worked before. That's actually really funny. It was hilarious, but <laughs> I, I was so confused at first. I was like, why are we being like ushered to the back corner of the bar? It was just because him and his old friends were sitting back there. Uh, of and they course. Wanted us to come sit. Yes. And he was so pleased with himself. That is so funny that it works because he's like, these girls are never going to do it. And then y'all are like, do, do, do. Sure. Literally. could have easily been kidnapped. You basically were. You were we basically were kidnapped. In the back corner of the karaoke bar. Anyways. <sighs> But long story short, it was, we had so much fun the first night. We were like, we're coming back here the second night. Yeah. Drinks were cheap. I still somehow managed to have a $100 tab night two. And the drinks were literally 3 and $5. Yeah, those piece. are the best. Those types of beach bars where it's like, you can get a $2 Bud Light or something. Yeah. The best. Maggie, if you're going to be in here, you're not going to be able to like do this. <laughs> and Gage is barking. And this is unfortunately just not something that we're going to be able to cut and splice out. So nope. this is my blood pressure getting higher. If you can it is, see it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was like $3 Bud Lights and then shots and our drinks. I mean, he was charging. How me- many shots did you rip? I don't know. We ripped three with you on stories. Is right? that all that I storied? Yeah, I think. Yeah, three. there was a lot. There was a lot. Wow. A hun- I had a hundred dollar tab and the girl that was doing all the shots with me, Haley, she also had a hundred dollar tab. They they juked y'all. You think no. they like saw it? They're like, add twenty Mm-mm. bucks to it. Hundred dollars, hundred dollar tabs. When I t- I mean, it was. Hope you took some point, liquid IV. <laughs> I, many okay. And I slept with a jar of pickles next to my bed for the cramps. Yeah, gotta get those cramps. Gotta stay ahead of them. Yeah, gotta stay ahead of them. Um, it was so bad. The security brought out a fan at one point, like a high powered fan and just blasted Haley and I with Cause y'all are getting so steamy. <laughs> I love it. Cause we were sweating so bad. Oh my God. Um, no. And then we went shopping like day three. It was just, it was a lot of fun. That I honestly, fun. not that I went in thinking I wasn't going to have a good time. I did, but I had a lot more fun than I was expecting. Yeah. Those are good. That That's like the best kind of trip when you're going in with like lower expectations. Not that the company that you're with is going to make it that way, but like you're already just like mm, your ankle was busted or your foot was messed up. You're yeah. like, crap, like this sucks timing. But you cut a rug. That foot didn't give any problems. No resistance. You should have seen my feet when we got home. Swollen. I, I look like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Mm, you look, look like me when I was pregnant. That, worse. <laughs> worse. They were absolutely huge. And everybody was like, oh, my God, you need to put your feet up. And I was like, I'm going to bed soon. It's fine. But I do have a housekeeping tip for all of you that I thought I'd share. Because we did one of the bride has a lot of she has a lot of allergies. So she's very limited in what she can eat. So we cooked at home a lot. Yeah. Um, Pretty much every meal we cooked at home. Mm -hmm. And night two, we made burgers and fries and whatnot and we put the tray on the 
Listen, sorry, you, you continue telling your story. Of Worst case days. scenario is uh, Mike cracking two tiles uh, within 24 hours of us getting them, and they're here to repair it, so now they're here and they need me. So continue your story. This is real life. Y'all want to see behind the scenes? This is behind the scenes. This is why we haven't done video. <laughs> okay, well, uh, anyways, the tray, we put a tray of... I think it was like French fries, tater tots, something like that. It was hot, whatever it was. We folded a towel. We put it on the table. All was good. The next day, we went to move it, and it had um, left like this white white mark on the table, and we're like, great. Like, now we're going to get charged for this freaking cheap-ass table, whatever. Well, no, because we're problem solvers. So we get on the Googler, and... We find that you can mix a solution of toothpaste and baking soda. I, it's one one part shit. I think it's one part toothpaste, two parts baking soda, or it might be the opposite. I'm going to have to look into this. But it's toothpaste and baking soda for sure. And you make this paste, and then you smear it on the spot. You leave it on for a few minutes, and then you take it off, and you do it again. You have to do it a few times lifts that shit right up. So that was really um, a win for us in the homemaking uh, book. But I will say my friend, well, Elaine, you guys know Elaine, she tried it and it uh, didn't work so well for her because she smeared it all over the table. So it started lifting the finish. So if this happens to you and you need to use the mixture, then you should really just... um, Put it on the spot. And that's it. Um, I'm just going to keep telling you guys about my trip because she's still doing the tiles. Uh, so anyways, on the boat, Carolina Beach was a little sketchy. I'm not going to lie. But on the boat, it was absolutely beautiful. Um, Thomas, Salty Ventures, free plug. I'm into free plugs. I don't have my partner here to stop me. So free plugs. Salty Ventures, Thomas, he was awesome. Um, Let's see. What else? Okay. We're back. Oh, wait. Hold on. Is that good? (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Okay. hi yay yay Okay. So Gaga, our beloved babysitter, has been in and out of the ER the past two days because she's allergic to pumpkin spice. This is what happens when people drink it early. No, is she actually allergic to pumpkin spice? So a, a few days ago, well, last week, at the end of last week, she switched out her Pura with like white something pumpkin, like the scent. Okay. And within like the day, she's like, God, I kind of feel weird, but whatever. So by that night, she had broke out all in hives and like was having some type of crazy reaction, right? So The she, white pumpkin, is is that the Pura brand? Plug in, or is it like buy somebody? Um, White pumpkin buy somebody. No clue. Okay. So um, I was trying to see exactly which one it was, but uh, she said that, so she went to the ER, or the urgent care originally, then they transported her by ambulance to the ER because it was a major reaction, like an allergic reaction, the EpiPen, like the whole nine yards. And she's, Oh my God. Right. So she said that the little EMT was like, well, girl, you might be the first person taken out by a pumpkin spice latte. 
And I'm like, oh my God. She's like, well, it wasn't a drink. It was like my air freshener. Yeah. So that was yesterday that she was there. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not funny. I, well, I told her, I was like, this is what happens when people try to celebrate fall before fall. Like this is what happens y'all. It's serious. It's like a serious thing. Your life depends on it. Right. Like, do you want to carry around an EpiPen before September 22nd? Then don't, then don't mess with pumpkin. You cannot F with a pumpkin until after. I don't make the rules. I follow that one. So then she went back this morning. She texted me like 6 a.m. She's like, I'm on the way back because now she's having trouble breathing. And her husband even changed out like air filters and did everything. And so. That is wild. It is so wild. But then midday today. Oh, no. Yeah. She said she got bit by something in the scalp. <laughs> it wasn't pumpkin spice. Wait, I was like, no. So I wish I didn't not, even know never that. never pumpkin spice the whole time? No, they think she got bit by something. So she said <laughs> it was pumpkin spice. I mean, it wasn't pumpkin spice. But it was. <laughs> it was pumpkin spice. I'm like, I wish I never would have saw that update. I'm glad you're okay. But I never wish I would have saw that update until after we recorded. Because that was right. perfect. I was like, I'm talking about this on our show. Because naturally, that just kind of goes with the timing and the vibe, but <laughs> so be careful out there because you know yeah. what? We're not really sure. Maybe it was a spider bite. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it really was the pop, the pumpkin spice. I mean, never say never, never say never. Although I will say I've had lots of pumpkin stuff already this year and I'm just fine. You're loving. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to enjoy pumpkin in uh, about 10 days, Perfect. 10 days. Somebody asked on swiping up what my first thing is that I'm going to do. And I got to think of something good. I got to come out, uh, pumpkin spice slinging. So we'll see um yeah wow okay this episode has been a whirlwind but we're working <laughs> through it we're trying to figure it out so we have a couple little I don't even know what we're gonna call this segment we gotta think of something cute we gotta really get in our groove but the post is opening this weekend mm-hmm. or this week I rather I should say tons of bibs are going I saw that Jen Reed was gonna go but I guess Remy has a stomach bug tis a season it is definitely stomach bug season Keep the cooties away. So that, I'm sure we're going to see tons of stories for that. I'm yeah. actually excited to see their stuff. I I love a boutique. Like, I hope it's, I hope it's different things. Like, I hope it's not a typical, like, My cookie cutter boutique. My guess is it will be. And they probably are only going to carry small, medium, large. So I'm out. I'm not interested. But good for them. But you never know. What if they, what if it isn't? Maybe it won't be. We'll see. We'll see. TBD. Cross that bridge when we come to it. That's right. We're standing on the edge. We're going to cross it soon. <laughs> Because it's going to be this week, and you know we're going to be bombarded with stories. Um, okay, Marky's Kidney Stone Saga. So we do we even follow Laura Beverly? I don't know. She doesn't pop up for us, like on Swiping Up, and I, I don't, don't follow her. So. I don't think so. So Marky But I did kidney, hear about the kidney stone. Right. Well, we all did, because we don't follow her, and we know all about the kidney stone. So I guess Marky got a kidney stone. There were some issues with, like, IVF. She had to postpone that treatment or whatever she was going through which I do feel for her we wait because it. of the kidney stone I guess she had like postponed some things that they were getting okay. done yeah um so that was like the first piece of it and then I guess the second piece is that she storied him uh with his kidney stone like th- add that to things that we don't ever need to see and like but watch. here's the thing I was telling Wendy this before we started recording kidney stones even big kidney stones are tiny right they're they're so little they're like four millimeters like, people are talking about it as if he was holding like you a know rock. A, a, right like a chunk <laughs> right. of concrete like like your diamond ring is bigger than the kidney stone relax right like even the biggest of kidney stones like i don't think people realize right. like yes they cause extreme pain but i don't think people realize like 
How tiny? How much pain can come from a teeny tiny oh my little gosh. thing? Like, right. It's like putting a hot dog through a whatever <laughs> the analogy is for that. That's fucking throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Yeah. The opposite of that. That's what the candy stuff is. But of course, because like I told you, Mike had one. I know you said Robbie gets them like frequently. Yeah. He gets chronic kidney stones. That's how we found out that he had cancer. Right. So Mike had his first kidney stone maybe two or three months ago. And you would have thought he was dying. Honest to God, like he was laying out in the ditch. My mom was out there. Thank God my mom was here that night because she stayed with Fisher where I took him to the ER. And it was, I think they said it was four millimeters. Like how many carrots is that? Is that a carrot? Uh, like no. let's let's talk in the I'm like can you please <laughs> yeah. tell me yeah. compare this to a, a diamond for me right but he was in so much pain and they did they were like oh well you need to just like walk around with a mesh little colander Mike's like that's no I'm not doing that I don't even think he finished his medication which he's playing with fire because if that thing pops back up then he's gonna be in some kind of pain but either which way if y'all want to see uh Marky's kidney stone perhaps maybe she saved it to a highlight I don't know but I mean I'm dying to know what he helped Because wouldn't it be fucking funny if, like, they just grabbed a piece of gravel from their driveway and it's like, (laughs) look at the stone. Because that's the type of shit that they do. They'll capitalize on anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. You know, allegedly. So Allegedly. Let's let's cover our tracks with that. So it seems. So it seems. Um, What else? Anything that you did this week? Anything fun? Mm, What did I do this week? Oh, I did two. I had two weddings this weekend, which my whole week last week... My work week was... You did two weddings in one week? Yeah. And I don't really ever do wedding hair anymore because I don't know. I don't like overly enjoy weddings for some reason. I used to love to do them, but now I just don't. Mm -hmm. Um, And like my work week last week was like the worst work week I've had in a very long time and not because of anybody, but like my schedule, there was like holes everywhere but then there was like a lot of movement like people needing to come 30 minutes later 15 minutes earlier which is usually fine but then Mike was out of town one of the days so I had to figure out Fisher it was just like so many moving pieces and I was like I couldn't be at ease any day I was like this freaking sucks and then Friday I don't usually work Fridays I went in and did my sister-in-law and two of her friends and then I had a wedding later that day in Apex. And then Saturday, I had a wedding that it was just a lot. But that sounds so stupid to say. No, it doesn't. But it was just like one of those weeks that just but feel like scribble scrabble. Yeah, your weeks are you have certain days that you work like your week is pretty regimented. Right. So I mean, I get it. And maybe that's what it is, is I hate that it was so thrown off from like my normal schedule. Yeah that I feel like I couldn't like get into a groove because there was no groove to get in last week. And I just yeah. hate that feeling. I hear you. But, it's okay. You know, I was not very fluid last week. Sorry. And we were also like trying to get our studio set up too. It was like things were coming one at a time. Like we ordered it all together and we were so excited. And then it was like the couch came. What? Right. It was like one piece. Yes. One piece. And then your um, boom arm was messed up. So then the boom arm came and then the tables came and then I had like crap everywhere. My house is so chaotic right now. And I think that is probably a good portion of why my anxiety, like I feel so yeah. on edge because like I have freaking pads in our studio room over <laughs> on the floor right now. Like it's driving me crazy. Like all of our. Those are some pretty hefty pads. Girl, too. I found Those my are- postpartum ones. Those are the kind of pads that I need to use when I have my clots. Take them. Take them all. You know how you do it? You crack it and you shake it. Oh, mm, on video. That's terrible to do that. <laughs> 
It's fine. Crack it and shake, shake it. it up, baby. Um, I actually put one on Gage's arm yesterday because he had a little sore arm, so I just like taped a little pad around it. Take them seriously. They're wait, amazing. no, I'm not talking about those. Oh, with your witch hazel and all the weird shit. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the the big mama jamba. You don't ones. want a cooling pad while you're on your period. It's nice. But when I'm hemorrhaging jellyfish, it's attached to a huge pad. Because when you have a baby, you hemorrhage like a stuck pig. Oh. It would be good. It's a it's a heavy-duty pad with a cooling pack on it. I'll it try is, it. It As is somebody... the Escalade of pads, girl. This ain't yes. no Corolla. Oh this ain't no Hyundai. No Hyundais. <laughs> no Hyundais here. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, what the hell? I just had a day like that, actually. Thank God. I started my period before we left for The Bachelorette. And then, were you on it like while you were gone? No. I thought yeah. I would be. But my Because... Cr- I can always tell when it's going to be really bad. Yeah. And my cramps were horrendous. I mean, I was doubled over at work and mm. my coworker was like, are, are you, you okay? okay? And of course it's a man. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, feminine problems. <laughs> like, what am I going to say? Like, I'm, right. I'm fine theoretically, but I was literally doubled over in pain. And I was like, this is going to fucking suck. Cause this is going to ruin the whole bachelorette for me. And then nothing. I didn't have anything. Dang. And then the day I got back, I was hemorrhaging jellyfish into oh the toilet. Oh my God. So. Let me tell y'all something. After COVID, <laughs> aren't you glad we uh, did this whole camera thing? Yeah. Um, hold on. Just to make sure if you need to sign it up. <laughs> I'm throwing you some curveballs. Some easy little layups in there. Um, I, ever since I had COVID two months ago, my period's been all jacked up. But I guess that's a normal thing my doctor said. I You said that and I've heard other people say that. Mine's just always jacked up. Weird. But anyways, yeah. um, what do you say we get into some half-assed headlines? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Uh, these are brought to you by Java House. Java House cold brews all of their coffee because it makes a better tasting cup that is smooth and flavorful with no bitterness. Cold brewing is a process of slowly steeping roasted coffee grounds in chilled water for 12 to 24 hours. The result is flavor-forward coffee without distracting bitterness. Cold water gently extracts flavor from the beans for reduced bitterness instead of scorching their beans in hot water for a few minutes. They brew for 12 to 24 in the chilled water, and that gives you the ideal smoothness. Styles include pods, on tap, and bottled concentrate. All of these focus on ease and convenience. You can pour a quick cup over ice or create cafe-styled lattes from home with ease. Java House promotes creating delicious and affordable coffee from home, so you can skip the coffee shop drive through line and still get a craft cup of cold brew. And when I tell you that it is actually delicious coffee it's really good i brought it to the bachelorette we drank it there did you i have it here with me today yeah mm-hmm. it's so good i already placed an order for more it's delicious. so yum it is and it's really convenient too i'm like mm, yeah sign me up the cold brew in the fridge is the way to go that is the move you need to and you're cold not brew even a tap. cold brew gal right exactly so that's saying everything and the cool thing that i didn't realize with the pods because i was like how does a cold brew pod work yeah you pour if it in over you it. You literally like a just cup. pour it yeah. in over ice. I know. Like, so freaking convenient. Yep. And when you do it in a Keurig, which I did the other day, it kind of freaked me out for a second because I put it in and it punctures, obviously, the pod. So if you don't have a cup, it will leak out. I'm telling you from experience. Don't do that. Put your cup under it because it punctures oh, it. it yeah, mine leaked out everywhere. Already. The first one did. And so then I put my cup under it. And when it's brewing, I thought something was wrong, but it comes out really dark. And then you'll see the water come behind it. Like, cause there's nothing else. It like, it's a concentrate. Right. So it made sense. I was like, what did I do? So then I like looked it up on their website. No, it's just put your cup under it. Pro tip. 
Oh, huh. like, good. Coffee everywhere. Love Fine. that. Um, Java yeah. House is a small business with a great product, and they're offering Swiping Up listeners 10% off your order when you use code Swiping Up. Go to javahouse.com and enter code Swiping Up at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Mm. Do it. You won't regret it. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So several people messaged us, messaged us this. There is always like so much like curiosity around any bib money conversation ever. So Forbes released their 2022 list of top creators, which included number 22, Danny Austin with a whopping, what was it? $8 million last year. She, hold on. I figure we could go through some of the top ones that we saw. It was Um, wild. Danny is 22 and Mm -hmm. she made, so total followers across all platforms, 2.3 million Earnings uh, in 2021, 8.2 million. Um, Her average engagement, 5.17. And they give everybody on the list an entrepreneur score of one to three, three being the highest. And they did give Danny a three. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's cool because each person, I guess they do a video interview too. So you can go through and watch them on, on video. But something interesting that I heard is that Part of the process of applying to be on the list or be considered for the list. Oh, you have to apply to be on it? Yes. Why didn't we? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we did. Probably made, because we'd have to turn over our tax returns. We made 100 million <laughs> pennies last year. I mean, God. Rich. You're so rich. Um, but you had to turn over like proof of income. Yeah. And I guess the creators weren't told that that would be published as part of it. Stop. They thought it was like a qualifier. Uh, so. Oh my God. Yeah. I think probably some people turn it over with the assumption it's Forbes that they're going to share Forbes some of that is information. Like very transparent with any type of number figures. Right. But I guess that part was never actually disclosed that they would be releasing that. So damn just curious, but yeah, 8.2 million um, for her. Which is her 2021 earnings. But Divi has brought in $23 million already. Divi launched in August. Sales to date. Didn't it just launch in August? Not that long ago. I I mean, it was. I I low-key want to try Divi. Actually, it's not even low-key. I don't know why I said that. Trying to be cool. I want to try Divi. Several people were asking me after I had COVID if I had tried Divi. And I was like, no, I haven't. I did the Wella. Like, I've been using Mm -hmm. the Wella one. Um, and I've also been taking vitamins and stuff and I can definitely see growth, but this is, I started taking those vitamins like a couple months ago and I have like that much, I had lost a lot of hair for some reason. I don't even know why stress, maybe whatever. Maybe I had COVID and didn't know before, but I kind of want to try Divi. There's gotta be something to it. There's so many products out there that are similar. I think it's easy to be skeptical of them. Yeah. I have a client that uses it. I mean, she's, I mean, to have that much, I mean, yes, I know she's very, Influential. Powerful yeah. influencer. Uh-huh. But there's got to be some something to it. If she's Has doing to. that much in sales so quickly. Right. So. And that's the thing. Like I had a client and she's using it and she said it does not make her hair greasy. She's like, it smells really nice. Like almost like a pepperminty tea tree type of situation. She's like, I really like it. She's like, I don't know that my hair is going to like grow like Rapunzel, but she's like, I definitely feel like it's like doing something to my scalp. She's like, I don't have buildup. I don't have any of that gunk there. So it's doing something, but I kind of want to try it. You should. 
You should. And you should report back. I should report back to the people. Hmm. Um, okay. So do we want to go through like a few of like the people we know? I was going to say list. go through maybe the ones that we are okay. like familiar. I do want to talk about number one on the list. Um, Jimmy Donaldson, but he's more commonly known as Mr. Beast. Okay. Have you ever heard of Mr. Beast? Not until I read the list. No. Okay. So I had never heard of Mr. Beast until probably like six months ago or so. Okay. And um, every Saturday we all get lunch together at work. And so one of the girls suggested Mr. Beast. And I was like, what the hell is that? And apparently he, so he's a YouTuber. Okay. But when COVID is huge. Yeah. When COVID first came about, he, he's very philanthropic and he's big on small business. And so he basically made a, a business where he was, creating Mr. Beast kitchens in smaller mom and pop restaurants so that they could still make money and get money. And oh, that's it was, really cool. There's a lot to it. If you look up Mr. Beast kitchens, you can read a lot more about it. Um, but yeah, he's got 162 million followers across all platforms, right. which Ooh. is crazy. Um, an entrepreneurship score of three. And in 2021, he made $54 million. Damn, Mr. Beast, what's up? Like, tell us your secrets. Right. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to mention him because he's he's somebody that uses his platform for a lot of good. Yeah. And I think anybody like that needs to be recognized. Absolutely. Um, so number two was Charlie D'Amelio. So she's the number one followed person on TikTok. Why, I still don't know. But That's, I can never understand <laughs> that. I feel like Addison Ray is more like entertain or like more interesting than Charlie is for some reason because Addison Ray comes with like at least you get some drama with it you just get uh, hey she's Dixie got some she's got Charlie. some drama we're just a little old for the drama true 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 we're more like in line with Addison's well, parents right so maybe that's why she or like her parents are our age great let's read right. about them I just feel like she Addison Ray is just more interesting or something I don't know but I the get little, that I don't I yeah it. I don't get it but She's doing something right. Right. So she made 17.5 million. She has 203.7 million followers. Um, She's 18, mind you. Literally. Uh, Yeah. So she, but she has a lot of different things. She's got her Hulu show. She has a clothing line. So um, I feel like that is definitely what you have to do nowadays. Like you can't just be a TikToker. You cannot just be an influencer. You got to have something. And if you have that many people following you, it doesn't matter what you're selling. People are going to buy it. Like, it's kind of a, someone said something the other day that was very interesting. It's like, bibs really aren't like a small business because they're coming with so many people to support them already. And I'm like, I never really thought about it like that, but it's kind of true. You have like built in people that are probably going to buy your product. Yeah. You know? I think when you're relying on commissions and brand deals, that doesn't make you an, I mean, it doesn't make you an entrepreneur. Right. You work for yourself, but you're not an entrepreneur. Right. And there is a difference. Oh, absolutely. There is a difference. So number three was Alex Cooper. Alex Cooper, she's got 3.6 million followers. Uh, she made 20 million. Obviously, she has her Spotify deal, $60 million for three years. So she's probably made more than that, but 20 million was her Spotify money. Um, her engagement is almost 16%. It's wild. That's it's crazy, insane. especially when you look at Charlie. Charlie's yeah. is 2%. Yeah. Which... Don't let engagement rates uh, deter anybody then because our little 0.54 or whatever it is, swiping <laughs> up engagement rates sucks so bad yeah. from like a 
post like a static feed posting but like if in our dms our where it stories, matters right where it matters it does not suck yeah but post engagement blows so you know you yeah. guys could like throw us a bone once in a while that like be, our stuff just like it just comment on it that would be cool yeah um let me see emma chamberlain was at number five 12 million dollars last year wait number four elliot how do you say that tabelli or tabelli oh yeah fuck jerry yes i was i recognized him immediately i was like oh dang i just remember your little meme circulating 10 years ago although they're still around but he's doing it 20 yeah. million it's fine for a, for a for guy making that started memes. making memes right and i'm not like downplaying that because that's a huge thing but it's wild no it is wild um okay huda katan she has the huda makeup line she made 13 million last year which i'm actually surprised it was only that mm-hmm. okay number eight i thought was interesting um i don't even know how to say his name Kobe lane kb lane something like that it's like Kobe lane yeah do you know who he is i do not okay so he went crazy viral on tiktok was it the corn kid no it's corn. no i wish did this? you see that they made a wedding march to that? What? A wedding march. Like someone walk is walking it's down the aisle. Cold. No, it's not even the music. It's just oh. the wedding march. It's like, dun, 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 however the tune is. No, but I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Um, no, he did reaction videos and went crazy viral. He would basically just sit there like stone faced. And while people were doing their yes. videos, at, like stupid shit, you know, like yes. a great example would have been like, when Kendall Jenner was cutting the cucumbers like this, mm-hmm. then he would let the video play out and then he would grab a cucumber and just slice it like normal. Like, yeah. this is how you do it, you moron. Yes. But he yes. never says a word. Right. Anyway. Those are really funny. I thought, and that really just happened like last year. So the fact that he has 231 million followers that is and insane. made $10 million, insane. Insane. Uh, whenever I hear stuff like this, I'm like, what how, how? what, what Whose we... dick do i have to suck <laughs> whose dick does she have to suck for us to get 10 million dollars oh i'll take 1 million can you live off 500k yeah okay we'll take 1 million dollars for that i've signed dicks for a lot less than that right she's your girl Damn, we're just just trying to go on a casual vacay just fyi wendy's not gonna take one for the team and suck a d Mm, I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> I know that comes as no surprise okay, to y'all. Then I think I should get seven fifty. Six fifteen, you got a deal. <laughs> right? Perfect. <laughs> you arrange it. Listen, you're gonna go a lot further than me, trust me. Because <laughs> as soon as they hear that, they're gonna be like, all right. Hey. Um, number nine, your girl, Addison. Uh, uh, she is not my girl. <laughs> but I'm are you surprised at her eight point five mil? Like in a good way or a bad way? Like, I I thought that would be more. Because Charlie was what, 10? 17. Oh. Yeah. I feel like maybe I'm that uncool that I just think at it. Like, I just hear the names and I'm like, aren't they the same? But it's not tomato, tomato. It's nothing of the I sort. I think Charlie has, Charlie's got a better machine behind her. Mm. Like pushing her opening brands. The oh, di- Addison's parents aren't good machines. <laughs> Still in the thunder. She would have made more money if they wouldn't have stole some of the spotlight. Literally. <laughs> um, but I didn't know that she had. So she's got partnerships with Pandora, Vital Proteins, American Eagle. She's got a Netflix deal. She also has a cosmetics line called Item Beauty, which I've never tried. Oh. Because it, to me, it just looked cheap. But like NYX or something. Yeah. I, I like certain NYX. So I. Listen, it's. I'm sure it's got a place, but it mm-hmm. just wasn't 
wasn't what I was interested in. Right. It's, it's got a place, not on our face. Mm-hmm. We're old. We can't use the It's BS. got a place, not on our face. Love that. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Starr was at 14, $15 million. Love him too. Now his makeup line, I did just order some stuff. It's called One Size uh-huh. and I'm really excited to try it. It's all over TikTok. People are like beauty influencers yeah. are raving about it. Oh. Um, saying it's like the new, like rare beauty, like, Ooh. yeah the, what'd you order it's be a like good foundation one. or like uh i ordered um a contour stick a concealer okay. and uh i think what i got something else what else did i get it was either like a shit like price point is it what is the price point um it's not drugstore price point but okay. it's not super expensive either it's like not patrick ta but it's not like CoverGirl. Right. Although CoverGirl has gotten real steep. I was in CVS the other day and I was <laughs> Drugstore like. Drugstore makeup is way who? more expensive than I thought it would be. Right. Why are we paying $15 for eyeshadow when it's CoverGirl? I mean, maybe eyeshadow CoverGirl is where it's at and we don't know. I mean, we're sleeping on it. But I was. I'll keep very, sleeping. It's fine. Right. I was very surprised. Didn't that used to be like $3? Oh, inflation. Duh. I. I think it's more than inflation. No, yeah. I will say there are some drugstore products that yes, like, of course, are worth the money. I found one when we were in Dallas, like a foundation. I'm feeling really bougie, by the way. Awesome, you should out of your your Tiffany's with the sticker class. Oh, pink. didn't even mean to have my pinky out. I just looked down and I was like, oh, there we are, natural. Um, okay, one more. We'll, just well you do said one you more. found something in Dallas. Oh, I a cover girl. The um, you found a makeup. Oh yes. What was it? It was a foundation and. I'll have to share it on stories yeah. because when I, I sweat like a beast that day of our show in Dallas and I got home and it was like, my makeup still looked Stay pretty put. good. And it you was used like, that for the day of the show. I use that. On and the we day were of cutting the show. a rug. That's what I mean. Like we yeah. were, we were sweating. We were sweating. And, balls and we had our makeup on for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it was great. And it really was not that expensive. It was like $14. And at the time I was like, I'm going to pay $14 for like a drugstore foundation and it ended up being good and it ended up being great can't judge a book by its cover i would buy it again um okay so 16 i know you'll appreciate this was bad baby (laughs) uh 51 million dollars like how 51 million dollars she does only have an entrepreneurship score of one um (laughs) no because um only fans is really her only business (laughs) and it grew overnight it grew over the day over lunch Literally. Literally did. But like, good for her. Good for her. You know, she took her life as being known as the cash me outside girl. She caught a lot of shit for that. And she's cashing outside. She sure is. So the joke's really on us. The joke is for everyone else. Joke is on Dr. Phil. (laughs) Does she make more than him now? Because can you imagine? Probably. Oh my gosh. Let's You have to Google that. I know net worths are never accurate online, but I gotta I gotta We can get a baseline. It's gotta be somewhat sort of on oh, point no he's he's got her oh <laughs> does he well um according to the interwebs his net worth is 460 million so she's got dr phil <laughs> she's got a little ways to go but hey a couple more days on OnlyFans. the yeah, sky's the limit his salary is 80 million it's according to this but this is celebritynetworth.com so it's probably not worth it's it's probably a little inflated yeah but uh, i'm gonna keep cashing them outside girl yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that's a lot of money that's a lot of money damn dr phil you're onto something Mm -hmm. 
Um, any more worth mentioning? Nah. Nah. Okay. I mean, I'm sure there are, but meh. for the sake of time, nah. Well, you know, we just don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> I just want to keep giving you, just in case you get like lost or whatever, <laughs> just to help you out. Girl, I got you. She's our brains behind the operation. So if it doesn't add up. Pea brain. It's going to be bad. <laughs> just warning you. Stop it. Um, Chris Pine and Harry Styles. My gosh. The I've- spit felt around the world. I've never cared so much and so little about a movie ever in my ever. life. I don't even care about the movie. I've never cared so much about saliva in my life. I'm like, <laughs> did you spit on him? Wait, but have you kept up with any of the drama around this movie? I only know that like there was drama over Olivia. What's her face? Wild. Wild. And then like, I guess who was seeing her? Harry Styles and her are together now. She, yes. Did she cheat with him? Uh, no. Allegedly-ish? Okay. I don't think well, so. Well, then fill me in, because no, obviously I don't know. Okay, well, so Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes. Shia LaBeouf was cast in the movie for the role that Harry Styles is playing. Got it. So Shia has a uh, an abusive history mm-hmm. and lots of issues there. And the girl, Florence Pugh, who plays his, the, like, the leading lady in the mm-hmm. movie... Something happened. I don't know what specifically, but it basically ended up being that she was upset that she was having to work with Shia. I don't know if something happened between the two of them. Gotcha. But he quit the film. Well, Olivia Wilde was going around telling everybody that she fired him. She's a woman protecting women and blah, blah, blah. And that she couldn't have him on the set. She couldn't have Florence feeling like unprotected, blah, blah. Like made it this whole like thing. Thing. And Shia, and you know what? Good on Shia. He released a video that she sent him, like a video text, where she's like, Shia, Shia, Shia. She's like, I'm just, I'm not ready to quit this yet. Like, if you're willing to come back, like, Miss Flo is just going to have to, like, adjust, whatever. Basically, he just literally handed everybody. Yeah, the receipt. She's full of shit. Mm. So that was a big, a big thing. And that happened right before they started doing all this press, like Venice Film Festival. And, uh, but yes, Harry Styles came on to the film to replace Shia. Got it. Yeah. So that's how he ended up being there. But apparently there's been chaos right behind the scenes. And I'm like, I need to see this movie now. One, because if the movie sucks, then I'm going to be like all of this for For nothing. Right. But if the movie's good, then the movie's good, and I'll just be glad I saw it. Right. Okay, so do you think he spit on him? Do you think he's, like, no. I don't know why I just had a stroke, <laughs> but I did. I was like, did he? So basically, if, if you didn't see it, there's a clip at Venice Film Festival of Harry, like, coming to his seat. And, right. Which is weird, because it's Olivia, and then Chris Pine, and then Harry. Yes. Like, why they're not sitting. It was just, and like, the way he acknowledged her was just awkward. Yeah. It was very strange. But Chris Pine is seen, like, clapping. And then Harry goes to sit. And as Chris is, like, clapping, he stops and he, like, looks in his lap. So everybody's like, oh, my God, Harry. But he, like, giggled when he did it. Like, he was, like, <laughs> like one of those, like, oh, my God. So, and the only reason I say no, I watched that clip. probably 50 times yeah i'm like zooming in i'm like i've got to see this bit right and it totally does look like he spit on him yeah but i saw it from a different angle somebody was sitting kind of like behind olivia so you saw um harry styles face on right 
it does not look at all like he spit. Okay. Like, not even, like, pursed his lips. Nothing. Okay. So that's why I'm saying no. But, I mean, for the sake of entertainment, we can say yes. He did. He spit all over him. <laughs> she was full of shit and he's full of spit. You know, whatever. I feel like he didn't spit either, but do you think it's for publicity for the film? Because a lot of people are like suspecting like it's to get more like eyeballs on like the film and like all of the Honestly, I don't think they need to do that. They definitely don't need There's to do that. There's so much drama about and talk about yeah. the show. And I do think any publicity is good publicity in this case. Yeah. Because- who was talking about this movie beforehand? Uh, no one. Right. Maybe their parents. But outside of that, nobody. Maybe. Well, it says that um, their reps are saying, just to be clear, Harry Styles did not spit on Chris Pine. And there's nothing but respect between the two of these men. And the suggestion otherwise is blatant attempt to create drama that simply does not exist. He is blowing his leaf blower. <laughs> This, out by the window. I'm guessing these won't even pick it up, but we'll see. I sure um, have not. But anyway, so I guess. But has Chris Pine actually come out and said no? No, but can Chris Pine cut his hair? <sighs> Sorry, I said oh, it. Oh, no. I don't. I like it. Maybe if he would highlight it, it wouldn't bother me as bad. But I don't like how the tips are blonde and the top is gray. I'm mm -hmm. into it, actually. I don't know why, but I, I'm not mad at it. I'm I feel like if it was. Hair. I love long hair. I love when it pops out from a baseball hat. Mm, super cute. I think it bothers me though his temples are white and the blonde, the bottom is blonde. Like just get a highlight. Get a full highlight. Just get a, highlight. Just get a full <laughs> highlight, Chris. I will do it for free. You don't even owe me anything. Oh shit. Okay. I'll throw some foils in that. Perfect. No big deal. <laughs> At all. We'll tag him in this episode. Right. Uh because I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll watch. He will definitely watch because we're gonna tag him obviously on this. Mm -hmm. Let's let's tag Shia too. Like let's just tag them all. Sure. Um, the queen, the queen, it feels like old news and I hate to say that, but doesn't it feel like so much has passed since then? Yeah. God. Well, and this is going to be oh. a really hot take. Oh, I feel it, but let's hit it. Um, we're talking about a woman who was okay with the murder of her former daughter-in-law so that her son could marry the home wrecking whore that he was having an affair with. Um, you can't tell me the queen's hands weren't dirty in that. You cannot tell me. And Princess Di was a gem. And that's mm. a hill I'll die on. Okay? Oh, totally. I'm dying with you on that hill. But I have a, I have a warm take after this. Okay. So that's, that's, and I'm not saying she's dead, right? It's sad. Okay. She was a woman. She was a woman <laughs> in power for 70 Rip. years. Rip. <laughs> I'm not saying we should totally dismiss everything that she's yeah. done. However, the people that are getting bent out of shape, She's her hands are not clean. We're not talking right. about a great person here. Right. She's had a crazy, insane amount of power that was clearly abused at different points of her reign of mm -hmm. terror. Um, and then the other thing is she also look at the the systematic racism and abuse that Meghan Markle took. Yeah, during the first part. I mean, Harry literally left. I just. And the queen, I know he managed to keep an okay relationship with the queen. Yeah. And I don't know the in, like, I'm not a, a royal junkie, so I don't know all the inner workings right. or, like, I'm sure, like, anything else, like the American presidency, you've got a face, and then you have all the little minions behind the scenes that are right. really the ones calling all the shots and pulling all the strings. You're just delivering it, yeah. So I'm sure it's no different in the monarchy, mm -hmm. but anyways, that was... 
a really hot take. That I'm very, take. I'm very sad for people's loss, loss, lo- their loss, their loss. If they, if they loved her, if but you cared. I also feel like she wasn't a great lady. Okay, so this is the thing, and most of the time we like are pretty. We we agree on most stuff, and I agree with some of the stuff you're saying. But this is the thing. So Princess Diana, mm, rest in peace with the Heavenly Father. Like, I love her so much. I feel like she was truly a queen. Like, she was the queen. Literally. She is the queen. She People embodies, still talk about her uh, like, and cry over her for a reason. I remember being in the fifth grade watching her entire funeral. Me too. And, like, my mom was devastated. Like, it was such a thing because she, so, she was such a beautiful person inside and out. She truly was the most pure-hearted person. Yeah. Charles, pfft, don't like him. I would spit on him. And there would Scum. be no second guesses to it. That being said, it sucks. Cause I remember watching like a thing on Netflix mm, a year ago, two years ago on the whole Royal family thing. It was not the crown of, I can't do that, but it does suck how the Royal family and whether it was Queen Elizabeth or whether it was someone else, they made him marry princess Diana. Like she, he wasn't allowed to marry Camilla. He wanted to marry Camilla, but he wasn't allowed. So he was forced to marry Princess Diana. And she struggled with, she didn't, she also yeah. dealt with abuse even before they got married. And like, she talked about how like she had anorexia and like all these eating disorders and she wasn't able to like be happy. They made that happen. And I hate that for her because I do feel like the Royal family or somebody behind the scenes set up Dodi Fayed and Diana and like absolutely had her killed. And I 100%. think that is so Diana terrible. wrote about it. Yes. Diana wrote about it. She knew that Charles had something planned yep. to do with her car. She was under the impression that her brake lines we're, we're going to get cut or something. or something and that she was going to die from a head wound. Well, she mm-hmm. didn't die from a head wound. She died from a chest wound. Right. But like, hello? Yeah. yeah. Unless she's psychic. Right. She knew what was happening. Exactly. But before you finish, yeah. I always thought that Diana, I didn't know that he was forced to marry Diana because Diana was never considered worthy of royalty anyways. That was the whole, that was a big part of the issue. Mm-mm. I'm they, confused. Yeah, they... They made her, they didn't make him marry her, but he was not allowed to marry Camilla. He was well, not allowed. Camilla is trash. She is trash. She's but, not my queen. But she was also not like up to their standards. That being said, Spent, or the Diana fam- Spencer family, her family, yeah. definitely had royal ties. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking. But I don't know all the monarch layout, but she definitely had royal ties. And I don't know why okay. they made, I don't know what it was about her, why they did that, but but there is something there. Okay. It's not just have to look into she it. She was not a peasant like us. No. <laughs> she was <laughs> she wasn't a peasant like Megan. She, she wasn't just podcasting in their mom's bedroom, you know what I mean? No, like, I mean was, I knew she wasn't a peasant, but yeah. there was I thought I had always remembered hearing something about her being like unworthy or like not panning out to be like the princess that they like expected her to be. Well, that was probably stemming from the fact that she still went above, went out of her way and did all this good stuff when they wanted certain things. She she needed to be Maybe using certain it. charities, and she was like, no, I'm going to Africa. Well, you're not supposed to go to Africa and help these... Da, 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 da. you're supposed to do this and so maybe that was it maybe yeah, it was just that there was she rebelled throughout yes throughout her reign yes i think that's what it was but mm. like i said i watched this whole netflix thing because i feel like everyone is so enamored with princess diana that we when she passed it was like this thing like we all were glued now the queen i do it is really sad because for whatever reason the royal family and like all of the monarchy, like that is really fascinating to me, oddly enough, because it's like, 
that is something that's like, can you imagine really being a princess or a queen? Like, no, we have Disney princesses. And realistically, although I would be Ariel. nobody has ever held. Nobody has ever held the title for the length of time that Queen Elizabeth oh, right. did. But also we have to think, look who's in in line for the throne now. Like mm-hmm. we probably won't be alive to see another queen. Right. Like that. No, no, we definitely won't. So. I mean, damn, Queen Elizabeth was like, hold not. She reigned for 70 years. Like that's insane. 70. Oh my God. I saw a meme and it said, um, you're never too old to, uh, what did it say? You're never too old to live out your dreams. Just think Prince Charles, Prince Charles just got his first job. I'm like, bitch, who is doing these? The memes have been real good. Real like, good. have you seen some of these memes that people are doing? Yeah. I saw a TikTok yesterday and it was a girl. I need to repost it. And she was like acting like she was on the phone with Princess Diana. And she's like, oh, what's up, girl? <gasps> she's in the lobby. Oh, what you going to say to her? You ain't going to talk to her. It was so freaking funny. I sent it to my friend, so I'll send it to you. I yeah. didn't like know if it was too soon for some people, but. Oh, well, I'll now you know you. how I feel about it. Right. I will definitely send it to you, but <laughs> it is so funny. But I mean, it's still sad because it was such like, it's a very. Of course it's sad. People are going to message family. me and be like, oh my God, you're such an insensitive no. twat. Maybe I am, but that's how I if feel. If they came to the conclusion, it would have been before now. It's fine. They don't. No, <laughs> no. It, you're, you are right. Like she. Was she a saint? No. I'm she was saying, no Diana. Right. She's, Princess Diana. Yeah. Queen Diana. She was a queen, not a saint. True. True, true. And she, she did some dirty stuff. Like, she's been tied to some dirty things, and we, we don't stand for that. Now, that being said, I guess Meghan Markle and Harry's kids are now, like, taking the title of the prince. Okay. Da, 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 da. So they are, they have it. So weird. I just can't imagine, like, being an actual, my kid's in the room. Hey, and Maggie. Wild. Um, mm. On that note, let's move on to the next headline. Shall we? Shall we? Well, you can take this one, because I know nothing about these sorts oh, of Ray J. Oh, excellent. So, Ray J, it, Brandy's brother, Ray J, uh, is sharing receipts, claiming, again, that Chris and Kim were the ones that orchestrated the release of the sex tape. Um, he does have receipts. He's got, yeah. Wait, he has receipts. Didn't they like, they planned it, obviously. Like it was a contract. Right. So basically Ray J doubled down on his claims that it was Chris Jenner's idea to release, release his 2007 sex tape. Haven't we been saying that? Well, it's always been part of the rumor mill. Is that, yes, but like jokingly, and he has no. I wasn't ever joking. Well, I don't. I think lots of people weren't, but nobody actually had any proof. Okay, right. But he has been steadfast in his claims that yes, she is the one that worked that created the deal. It yeah. was never, it was never this. Oh, Ray J leaked it kind of story. Like right. they played it out on the beginning of the Keeping Up with the Kardashian series. It was part of a plan, right? So. He's doubling down on his claims that it was Kris Jenner's idea to release the 2007 sex tape with her daughter, Kim, as he shared a lengthy rant uh, aimed at the family. The 41-year-old singer shared several Instagram posts on Saturday where he threatened to sue both of the stars for defamation and uploaded a shorter clip where he stated, you have fucked with the wrong person. Uh, Ray J, Ray J's fiery rant 
came after 66-year-old reality star Chris took a lie detector test on the Late Late Show with James Corden on Thursday and denied that she helped her daughter release the sex tape. On Saturday night, the younger brother of Brandy Norwood released a 44-minute video sharing numerous Instagram DMs he exchanged with Kim in April. You know what we did. Your mom controlled this whole sex tape deal with Joe Francis and Vivid CEO Steve Hirsch. It was her idea to put out the tape with Vivid. All I did was agree to it. So he posts screenshots of their text messages back and forth with one another. But Chris Jenner, that lion bitch, she passed a lie detector. So he goes on to say that he's talking about the the guy who ran the lie detector. Uh-huh. He made another video about him and he talks about how this guy's a hack and he has like 22 um like 22 charges under his name and that he's known as like the um oh god what did he call him I can't remember but basically just scammer yeah a lot of take scammer oh wait is this it oh here we go this is it so he said um you this is his caption on his post you fucked with the wrong black man Chris Jenner at Kim Kardashian, I don't give a fuck how old this shit is. What you're trying to do to me is almost inhumane and foul at the highest level. Uh, Fuck this being just racist. This is wrong to do to anybody. You think you can just fuck people over and get away with it forever. That's where you are wrong. I represent God's army, blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, John Grogan is a fake. He's not a polygraph examiner. He is quite accurately known as the polygraph parasite. He's been convicted of 26 counts of fraud and had his PI license pulled from him. And he simply became a world-known polygraph examiner. It's all BS. He never graduated from a polygraph school and everyone knows him for what he is. And I can't believe he has things to go on a radio show, have people like me listen and expect not to be disclosed. This is the dude Chris Jenner had taken her lie detector test to make me look like a liar. And what's more sad is the network allowed it to happen. Everybody is getting sued uh, for defamation. You thought Chris and Kim's stories were true. So you ran the story. Fact, Fact is, it's completely false. I can't wait to show you the truth. I don't give a fuck what anybody says or feels at this point. You already think I'm a horrible person from what they've been making me look like. I'm going on the biggest rant of my life tonight to clear my name of this negativity and show you how these people are fucking devils. And he has screenshots and he's talking about how there were three videos originally. Mm -hmm. There was one they filmed in... Uh, Santa Barbara and one they filmed in Cabo so there's three tapes there's Cabo intro Cabo tape Mm -hmm. and then Santa Barbara and he's claiming that and they show the handwriting is all Kim's handwriting it looks just like it he shows a screenshot of like her handwriting and then the handwriting of these three tapes yeah and he's claiming that Chris watched all three and selected which one would get released because it gave her the best like angle, publicity, shots, whatever. That's f- if that's true, imagine, that's fucking sick. That's so gross. Imagine your mom, the world, seeing your sex tape. Like it's so gone like, away. Yeah. So that's yeah, it's gone away. Oh, <laughs> I'm like it's gone away. You're like yeah. So like that's okay. Mm-hmm. So that was what okay. he's claiming she wrote. Nice handwriting though, by the way. It's it's very her nice. Her penmanship is great. Her penmanship is excellent. <laughs> and then this is her, like, in a letter to him. Kimmy. It looks. Your baby forever. Kimmy. <laughs> wow. It looks the forever. same. Forever. Yes, it's, it is literally the same. And, like, here's the thing. Just fucking own it. 
at this point, you're famous. At this point, Chris Kardashian, Chris Kardashian. More money, like more money than Jenner. you, they possibly know what to do with. Right. You're your not going to go broke. Your, right. Your riches are not going to go away because no. you just finally clear this man's name and admit to what you did. Right. And this is the thing. And this is what I have always said about the Kardashians. Chris Jenner doesn't care. She will sell out anybody, her family, her kids. It doesn't matter. I have always said that about her. And that is exactly why I do not care for the Kardashian family. They're all in on it. They all wanted to be rich and famous and mm-hmm. they got it. They got exactly what they wanted. Yeah. And I have always said that I stand by that. I'm not saying that they don't have good qualities. Of course, everybody has good qualities. Right. Even of course. Queenie. Right. Even rip. Queenie. Right. Rip. Um, I don't know why I'm saying it like that, but whatever. It just feels good. Rip. <laughs> but like, I feel like if you're going to sell out your family like that and go to those extremes, like I question you as a person, as a mom, especially like I would never, you do things to protect your kids, not to like exploit them. Well, I thought it was bad <laughs> enough when you saw her like in the early, the early years when she's at Playboy and make, you know, having kids. Right. It's like, okay, that was weird enough. Right. But- Obviously, that was like nothing. That was child's play if she was willing to watch right, three like, of her daughter's mm. sex tapes and then pick the best one. Right. What? Honey, your cheekbones are really great in this one. Let's use that one. Let's use Cabo. Which one do they use, Cabo? Cabo. Cabo number two. Oh. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a dumping Cabo. So yeah. I'm glad you're rich. Mm. So fucking weird. That is really weird. Like, that is, ugh, that's real icky. But you know what? Over time, it was going to come out. And I'm glad that he did that. They're, I love nothing more than somebody hitting him with the receipts because they're, what are you going to deny mm-hmm. at that point? Just like you said, own it and be like, okay, fine. Well, that's what I mean. Like he's, and good on him. Like it was one thing and he's said the same thing numerous times through like all his rants. I watched mm-hmm. some of them, but I couldn't keep up. Yeah. But he was talking about how like it was one thing in the beginning because keeping up with the Kardashians started seven months after her sex tape was released. Obviously, hmm. it was all one big giant plan. Hello, and is Shows Chris don't not just still like doing happen. that? No, and is Chris not still doing the same things? Yeah, right. she still can. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. How she puppet master? She knows what she's doing. She is not dumb. She knows how to right. to play with the press and do what she needs to do. Right. So he was saying it's one thing for you to have done this, you know, w- way back then. He was like, but now in the Hulu show, when the Hulu show. Sh- when the Hulu show premiered, it was the same thing. The first episode, it was like history repeating itself. I, it was the first episode was talking about how they were trying to get the sex tape back from Ray J's manager because he was threatening to use it over her. And Kanye was the hero and went and got the laptop. And it was like, are are we really doing this again? Like this many years later? So and <laughs> it worked the first time. <laughs> and Ray J said, because of that, he came under a lot of heat with like the board he owns a company called Raycon oh right and he like came under wait the ear things I don't know is is Ray J the Raycon person that all the bibs share their ear oh maybe that might be him oh my god go ahead sorry anyways but he had to like basically argue his case in front of himself yes And it's like, okay, so you already, like, basically ruined his career back then. Nobody heard shit from Ray J after all that. No. Because they made him look like such a bad guy, and now, like, you're going to try right. and do it again this many years later? You have enough shit to, right. like... Yeah, he took the high road, and yeah. that is all you can ask for in that situation. Like, take the high road one time. Well, but, and like, And apparently, like, they took money f- somehow. I don't know all the logistics, but they... 
basically stole money from his mom and Brandy and like had to settle out of court. And that's something that he's like trying to bring to light is that like they had a huge lawsuit there, like millions, like millions and millions of dollars they had to pay back to his mom. Like, I don't know all the details of that. Allegedly. But yeah, so it's wild. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Are you ready for our last headline? Am I? Okay. Couldn't be more ready. Hmm. Bridal designer Haley Page officially changes her name to Cheval amid ongoing legal battle. The designer is not currently allowed to use her former name, Haley Page, which served as her identity for her bridal designs with JLM Couture in any business context. And I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before on the show. It's just freaking wild. But that's her name, right? Haley Page is her name. Her birth name. And she is not allowed to use it. She's not even allowed to be acknowledged on the internet as Haley Page. I will never understand that. Yeah. That just logic, logic, logically does not make like, sense. Like technically, I don't even know. Like, I mean, obviously I'm, we're getting this article from people. So I'm assuming it's safe, but I know they have issued cease and desist to other people talking about Haley Page calling her Haley Page. Are we going to get a cease and desist? I don't know. I hope we do. It'll be our, our first legal, one. We'll put our legal team on him. Yeah. So the former Say Yes to the Dress star announced her new name on Monday uh, on Instagram. So moving forward, I will be officially identifying as Cheval. The designer wrote about her new name, which means horse in French. I literally Googled Cheval before uh-huh. you got here. And it, yeah, it said horse. I was like, what does this word even mean? I thought it was... Yeah. I thought it was a word describing. I didn't realize that was her name. Yeah. Cheval. Cheval. The last two weeks have been a whirlwind and then some, but I have been basking in some truly creative and meaningful ideas. I came up with Cheval during a brainstorming session with a couple of business mentors, friends, and family that have absolutely changed the game for me and inspired me to find my silver lining. They would hate a public shout out here. So I'm just going to say, you know who you are and thank you for helping me giddy up and go. My new name doesn't belong to just me. It's for the trailblazers, the offbeat pathers, the ones who have been kicked around and not sure which way is up the ones that have gone to itchy double hockey sticks and back the ones that have put their best foot forward regardless of the adversity with which they are met but they do so with a smile you have inspired me to keep to keep keeping on um she also revealed her new instagram handle at she is cheval which prompted uh to change her name after court um july 25th upheld uh, a March 2021 preliminary injunction that prevented her from using her at Miss Haley Page social media accounts, which I'm pretty sure JLM still is uses she going to have uploads. to change her legal name? Legal. Well, that was the whole point of her doing a name change. Is she had every intention of changing it legally? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's still like because she's is, been thinking about a new name now for well over a year, right? Like, but. <laughs> How do you just change your name and you tell your parents, like, I'm not Haley Page anymore. Like, you have to call me Cheval Page. I know. I don't know. I mean, I guess they can still call her Haley, like, privately, but publicly. That is so dumb. That's like that road, the road thing that Mm -hmm. we, more than one person has the same name. Yeah. But she has a uh, a big announcement that I think Thursday she's releasing. So I think she's figured out a way to design clothing. If you look at her Instagram, uh-huh. I, that's just the feeling I get. And I really hope so. Okay. Well, we will so definitely support for her. her. Yeah. Mm. Love it. No, I'd love to see it because they really screwed her over. And especially when bigger companies or more powerful people like come at you like that and you're backed into a corner like you were in the bar, like in 
Beatsy's buzzes or whatever. Buzzes. You know what that was like, Spencer. How did that feel? Not I, good. It felt isolating. Right. It did not yeah. feel good. You were backed in the corner with those old men. And like, what were you going to do? Change your name? <laughs> I did actually. I referred to myself as Svetlana almost exclusively while we were there. <laughs> None oh of us. It was God. so funny. I don't. The girls were so paranoid about telling anybody that we were there from Raleigh too. Why? I don't know. But they were like, um, we're from the triad. We're from the triad. And people so they're like, like, Raleigh, got it. Yeah. They're like, what? And they're like, yeah, triad. Triad area. Yeah, Charlotte. Like, any, oh. Any, oh they were telling people anywhere but where we were. And then it was a karaoke bar, obviously. So I dedicated a song to Barbara, the bride. But I, she was like, don't give anybody my government name. So I was like, I'm dedicating this to Hannah. <laughs> Hannah. Oh, she could be a Hannah. I could see a Hannah for her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the One of the girls that I was with, she started telling everybody that her name was Becca, which was the name of another girl that we were there with. And Becca oh, was like, that's why are you telling people my name? She was like, well, it's not my name. Oh, my God. But if someone in the group is still a Becca, then they're just going to assume it's me. That's actually Becca. <laughs> oh, God. It was really funny. Made me laugh. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Good times. Um, good for her. So our third segment for today is an am I the asshole segment and it is brought to you by BetterHelp. I'm all, all sorts of non-prepared. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. There are times where I feel bogged down and I feel kind of like paralyzed in my decision making Mm -hmm. and that can be because of a lot of things. It could be just like my mental health. It can be ADHD, exhaustion. Like there's lots of different situations right. that can cause that. Um, a therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. Therapy has helped me navigate through a lot of different things. Healing, trauma, stressful situations, how to manage my stress. Yeah. Anxiety relationships literally all let the me things just, that we have. let me just go down my my list the of laundry problems. list of, of things mm-hmm. that we yeah but it's true and i we talk about it all the time they're a great partner for us we've heard other like followers um and listeners to the show that have started using better help mm-hmm. and have had such amazing experiences with it which is yeah. really cool and we love to hear that because i'm always an advocate for therapy i think everybody should be in therapy it's not just for people with Issues, right. right. We all have problems. Y'all ain't perfect. Neither are we. Amen. Amen. Can I write Queenie? (laughs) If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time if you're not meshing with the one that's originally assigned. When you want to be a problem solver, Therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash swiping up today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash swiping up. Okay, so am I the asshole uh, things? It's kind of a thing that got super popular on Reddit initially. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we put up a post earlier in the week. We had a few people send us situations. Um, I picked out a few that I thought were... Very interesting. Mm, can't um, wait to hear them. I haven't heard them yet, so. I think it's, I, I'm i not sure. I think you and I are going to have different different uh, perspectives okay. on a few of these. Yeah. 
Kind of so. like the queen, the royal fam. Actually, our perspective was the same on the queen. It's the royal fam. Yeah. Okay. So my 25 female nephew, four months, passed away one year ago today because of cancer. Or not today. One year ago because of cancer. It was right on my birthday and there was no celebration. There was nothing because everyone was devastated. Obviously. Not to be a dick. Uh, my sister Denise is still grieving. She's in therapy and making some progress. I wonder if she goes to better help. I was thinking that too. But it's been slow. My family and I try to be as supportive as possible. Birthdays in my family are very important. We throw huge parties, I believe, and have been taught that birthdays are important and should always be cherished. Yesterday was my birthday. Obviously, I felt bad about the anniversary of my nephew's death, but I was also a little down about not being able to celebrate like I used to, and my girlfriend knew that. In the morning, I went to Denise's house, stayed by her side until almost lunchtime when my mother would stay with her. We didn't want to leave her alone, but no one could stay all day. I went to work, and at night, my girlfriend made a surprise at home with a candlelight dinner and a small cake, something very intimate and for just the two of us since my family was um, having a bad day. I didn't post on social media, but my girlfriend posted a picture of us holding hands and the dinner she made with a caption that said, happy birthday, love. My mom and Denise follow her on Instagram, and I woke up the next day to hundreds of texts from my mom and Denise asking if I was celebrating, even though it was such a sad day and how heartless I was to celebrate, knowing that my sister was uh, having such a bad day. Even though I said it was a surprise, they called me cold, heartless, and insensitive to the pain of others, saying I should have refused to celebrate. I was just glad that I did celebrate because it's something important to me, and I didn't even realize when my girlfriend posted this photo on Instagram. By the way, in case you were wondering, none of them even remembered it was my birthday. Am I the asshole? No. That is wild because just because something bad happens – even though it's like the anniversary or however you want to look at that, like the day, it doesn't take away from like the good either. You need to maybe try to incorporate it. Like her family should definitely try to incorporate remembering him, but celebrating her. Like she was still born that day. It's still right. was a very special day. And life goes on. Right. I mean, I that's not to say that you can't mourn you know, important people or pets or whatever that you lose in your life. Everybody loses people. Life goes on. You have to learn how to, yeah, I guess have that balance, find the silver lining, find Mm -hmm. the good in situations. Like do something to honor his life and remember him, but also to celebrate your birthday. Like your family should do that for sure. Like, of course, right. When life goes on after someone like, when my dad died, like it was right around the holidays. And I remember thinking multiple times, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all those first holidays, you're like, wow, it sucks that they're not there because you almost feel guilty for being happy. And yeah. I definitely dealt with that for a long time. And still there are times that I'm like, wow, I really wish you could see this. And I think that's a normal part of grief. It the, totally the guilt is. of finding joy yeah. in your day without that person Right. Being but they there. wouldn't want you, like, I know my dad wouldn't. My dad was a party animal he of course wouldn't want me to do that and nor would this little baby like if he were growing up and grown like he's not going to want them to mourn him every year every day and yes grief is probably hard and it probably is a really hard day for her of course but you got to find a way to like maybe have something to like honor him but to incorporate it into 
the goodness of her birthday. Maybe they do a special cupcake for him. What? Right. I don't know. But and maybe like, they don't celebrate on that particular day. Yeah. Maybe they do just do a family thing, you know, a, a few days later or a few days before where it's not just top of mind. And hopefully as years go on, it will get easier. But to just shame her for celebrating at all when that's part of her family's like culture is yeah. really making a big deal out of birthdays. Right. Like, how dare you shame her girlfriend for doing something that was intimate? She didn't ask anybody else to be involved or expect regardless anything Regardless if she did or not, it's still her birthday. Yeah. You know, like, regardless if she threw herself a party, it's still her birthday. Yeah. She's still allowed to celebrate her birthday. That is like saying, oh, something bad happened to you. Sorry, you can never have anything fun again in your life. What? Right. That is not realistic. And nor if it were any of their other birthdays, would they want to do that? Or maybe they would sulk and forever. And, and like I said. But you just can't. You can't no. live like that. And Mm-mm. it was, again, you can't like judge how somebody else deals with grief. Right. And a tragedy like that. I can't imagine what that's like to lose a child. Right. But you, it's also unreasonable to expect everyone else to wallow for a year. And honestly, the fact that the sister is still wallowing like that a year later, right. that's that's not good either. No, it's not healthy. To me, like, we need a different therapist. Better help. Hello? Anyways. Okay, well, no. we're on the same page. She's not the asshole. Did you think I was going to be different on that one? I wasn't sure. Oh. I wasn't sure. Okay, next one. I, 30 female, recently got married to Matt. Matt has a stepsister, Tiffany, who's 28. I have met her less than 10 times in the five years I dated Matt as she doesn't live nearby and is not close to my husband. However, she was invited to our wedding. I should mention that Tiffany is very attractive. She's pretty with a currently fashionable body type. I'm not entirely sure what that means. I assume like she's like very curvy, like Kardashian-esque. She also dresses well and spends money on her appearance. This is well known. And even though I've only met her a few times, whenever she is brought up by my in-laws, she's always mentioned as being very invested in her image. I don't begrudge her this at all. The ceremony went fine. But afterwards, while my in-laws were congratulating me, my father-in-law commented that I looked beautiful and in the next breath mentioned that Tiffany did also. His wife caught his eye and shook her head, but I ignored it. When Tiffany came over to say congratulations, she looked stunning. Her dress was beautiful and fitted her perfectly. Her hair and makeup looked like they'd been done professionally, and she was wearing a pair of obviously designer shoes. Her outfit was totally appropriate for the event, but I was still weirdly upset by how she looked and immediately felt self-conscious next to her. Even Matt told her she looked great, and they rarely talk. For the rest of the night, every single male guest at the wedding asked about Tiffany, who she was, how I know her, if she was single, etc. By the speeches, I was fed up and almost in tears, and even the best man mentioned her in his speech off the cuff. I let it go, went on my honeymoon, and tried to forget the whole thing. We came back about a week ago, and this past weekend had dinner with my in-laws. Tiffany was visiting, and we learned that she had gotten engaged. She showed us her comically large ring and said she was planning to have the wedding next year and that it would be a black tie event. Before I could stop myself, I jokingly said that I was pretty sure I'd already been to her wedding. I was the one in the white dress. She asked what I meant, and I thought... Oh, (laughs) I get it. It's funny. I can't wait to get there. 
Uh, she asked what I meant and I thought there was no point in lying. So I just admitted I felt that she upstaged me at my wedding. She laughed and said, you can't upstage a bride. I asked if I could wear white to her wedding then. And she shrugged and said, if you think it'll help. She then apologized. So savage. Can I go to this wedding? She then apologized if I felt that her outfit was inappropriate. My in-laws moved the conversation on and we went on with dinner. When we got home, my husband blew up on me saying I was embarrassing him by being petty and jealous of Tiffany. He said he doesn't even like her, but he even he knows she can't do anything about what she looks like or the clothes she can afford. And I made myself look bitter and childish and him by association. (laughs) I admit it wasn't my best moment, but I thought he would at least understand how I felt given that he heard everyone's comments that night too. He's demanding that I apologize to Tiffany and his parents, but I don't think I said anything that heinous. Am I the asshole? (laughs) The whole thing's fucking funny. They have great personalities. I'm not going to lie because (laughs) that is really funny. The pettiness and savageness. If you think it will help comment, almost dead. That that goes up there with the (laughs) Naomi and Paige one last week. And they're like, well, I think you're a badass. Well, you have great taste in people. Yeah. Love that. Okay, remind me, because I think I forgot to comprehend what you were saying. Who is Tiffany again? So Tiffany is, um, hold on, I'm pretty sure it's his stepsister. Okay. Yes, it's his stepsister. Okay, so this is the thing. We all have that friend that upstages you in every aspect of life. Let's be honest, we all have that person that no matter what you wear, you could think you have the best outfit on, and then you know when you go in your group of people, Mm Somebody else has the best outfit on. And you're like, well, I thought I looked good until I saw you, bitch. Yeah. We all have her. Or have been her. Or have been her. Yeah. But that's Tiffany. Like, she can't help it. And honestly, I feel like she's not going to not be herself and dress nice and wear things that she wants. If her boobs she weren't hanging out. She nice to her wedding. Right. It's not like, and it doesn't sound like her dress was inappropriate. It right. just looked great on she her. She said that. That's what the girl said. Yeah. She was like, she can't help being pretty. Like she didn't do anything wrong. You're kind of being an asshole from the, from the aspect of like the point that you're trying to make. Like you need to pipe it down. Like she's just pretty. Like, it goes back to what we talked about two weeks ago. Some people are just assholes to pretty people. And that is on that. And that is a hill I will die on. Some people are dickheads to people like that. And it's she can't true. help it. Tiffany's just a pretty girl. That being said, y'all need to be friends because y'all are funny. <laughs> right? Like, you need to make up. <laughs> y'all got to make up because y'all would be a really good duo. Yeah. I mean, I think that like, I was just talking to somebody about this earlier because they were like, oh, well, so you're really intimidating for so-and-so. And I was like, no. They're intimidated. I'm not intimidating. Right. That's their issue, not mine. Right. And I feel like that's kind of the situation here. You're insecure, but that's not her fault. You're insecure. That's not a her problem. That's a you problem. And you have to figure that out. And that's okay. Listen, we all have insecurities. That's okay. Right. But you, you let your insecurities and your jealousy of one person get in your head so bad it ruined, basically ruined your entire wedding. You just right. said you couldn't think about anything else. All you could concentrate on, which I'm sure was not as bad as she was thinking it was in her head. But, you know, you mm-hmm. get to a point where you like just start to fucking spiral. Yeah. It's like when you get a new car and it's a white truck and you see 8,000 white trucks around because you drive a white truck. Right. So when you are so obsessed with like Tiffany and Tiffany and Tiffany and all you're going to notice Hello? is when people are saying nice things about her. Right. Did you ever see the Brady Bunch? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> 
That's literally what it seems like. It that it really is. And like you said, I mean, we have all done it, but when you get in your head about certain things, you believe those things. So then you are believing everyone cares about Tiffany and not you. Right. That is not the case. They're Tiffany at your freaking didn't go wedding. around trying to recruit people to talk about her at your wedding. I, you're no. the asshole in this situation. I Totes. hate to say it. Did but you think I was going to be different on that one? No, I figured oh, you'd be the same as me on that one. But I just, ugh, I can't. That one actually, the more I talk about it, the more irritated I get it's by so it. It's so annoying. That, that, I, I But told the joke you, about thinking uh, that you had just been at her wedding, that was fucking good. So. Yeah, that was really funny. I like that. No, I told you recently, like that kind of stuff drives me crazy at this age. I get it when you're younger. Yeah, she's 30. She's right. 30. She's I get adult. it when you're in high school. Yes, we have all done that. Like we have all been the friend that's jealous of this person. And then you like let it eat up. And then you start in fights because you're being petty bitty. Been there. Right. I'm looking at her. And then like, she's taking like stabs at her ring, like making right. her there, comical like, large ring. You're, yeah. you're jealous. It's an ice skating ring. Get your, get your jealous. skates on girl. Cause we're going for a ride. <laughs> 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 Whatever. She's being the asshole. Okay. Last one. My boyfriend and I, they're 33 and 29 have been dating for three years. He owns a house and lives there by himself. I live in an apartment by myself. We've talked about moving in together as that's the logical next step in our relationship and we both want to do it. But I have some hangups related to moving into a house that I don't have any stake in. I'm refusing to pay any money that would go directly towards his mortgage. The, literally, this one enraged me. Oh, it. keep going. Uh, I don't have any stake in the house. Why would I contribute to his mortgage payments? I'm okay helping with utilities, groceries, household items, etc. But paying his mortgage is a hard no for me. I just don't think it makes any sense for me to pay toward his mortgage when I would get nothing from that if we were to break up. His argument is that I would essentially be living with him for free and it would cause an uneven dynamic in our payment towards shared living expenses. Which I kind of get, but at the same time, he's the one benefiting from paying down the mortgage and gaining equity, not me. He also argued that his mortgage is pretty much exactly what I was paying in rent. So by cutting that in half, I'm saving a lot of money on living costs compared to living on my own. Which, yeah, that's nice too, but legally, it's still not my house. Bitch, neither is your apartment. Did you forget? Literally, Literally, I'll finish this in a sec, but like you're paying somebody's mortgage. You're either paying your landlords or your boyfriends. Like, I don't know where this right. dumb bitch oh, thinks. Her, sorry. No, I know. I'm, I was apologizing to her, not you. No, no. no. Oh, but <laughs> sorry. Like, where sorry, do you sorry, think sorry, your sorry, money's no, going? Right. You're paying somebody's mortgage. Right. Okay. Oh God. Keep going. I'm. I told him the only way I would pay money for rent is if he signs a contract with me, stating that any money I pay toward his mortgage will be paid <sighs> back to me by him in the event that we break up. It would also allow me protection from eviction and other basic tenant rights, similar to a rental agreement. He is refusing to sign anything like that because, in his words, I could break up with him for no reason and then take him to court for thousands of dollars, which I suppose is true. But I wouldn't just break up with him for no reason. So you say. This whole situation is driving a wedge between us. And he's pissed at me for being, for quote, being so difficult. When all he thinks is he's asking, when, when all he thinks he is asking is that we split living expenses 50-50 if we are to live together. Duh. 
To me, it's not that simple when he's the one owning the house we would live in. If I were on the title, it would be a different story, but he's not willing to put me on the title because he's lived there for seven years already. My lease at my apartment is up in two months, and I know I need to make a decision sooner rather than later. It doesn't help that my landlord is going to be increasing my rent, and similar apartments in our area are- I hate her. (laughs) I really- I'm so annoyed. It's almost done. (sighs) I can't see now. I'm laughing. And similar apartments in our area are going for even more than I'm currently paying, but I just don't feel right contributing money towards his mortgage. I also know that if I renew my lease, it's pretty much a dagger to our relationship, which I don't want because I do love him and see a future with him. I just want to make sure I'm protected. I can tell my boyfriend's patience on this is wearing thin and he's upset with me for digging my heels in on this. But for me, this is about protecting myself for the worst case scenario while he's not really risking anything. His patience is wearing thin. What the hell do you think ours is doing? <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. You first have, of all, you have the floor. Oh, wow. Cheers to that. Okay. First of all, if you're not paying his mortgage, then you're paying the apartment complexes. Like, why is that so complex? It is not. Right. Every property is owned by somebody. Right. What do also, you think rent is? What is that? Oh. <gasps> she done pushed the button, the bird button. It's for the the, birds. It was the crickets. It's for the crickets. (laughs) What, am I that boring? My bad. (laughs) Like, what is my phone doing? I'm like, is my stomach got bubble guts? Um, (laughs) It's like, it's just waiting like to eat again. Um, But I think, you know what I think this is? I think this is a case of the wanting to get in the gauges. Like she wants to get engaged. She wants to get engaged. And she's like trying to make it really difficult and be like, well, we're not engaged yet. Well, guess what? If you keep on, you're never going to be engaged with this guy. Because I would be like, bitch, you got to go. Yeah, I wonder, did she say how long they've been together? I don't know. While you're looking, I still got stuff to say. So, (gasps) so if you were a guy, would that not be a red flag to be like, wow, you're making this really complicated when we're just trying to move in together. Why would you not want to help him out and help yourself out? Three years. They've been okay. together. So it's I'm time. sure she is itching to get engaged. It's time. It's time, buddy. What's his name? Did she, did she put that in there? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, it's time. Uh, he sounds like a Steven. He sounds like a Steven. <laughs> Steven needs to put a ring on it. But honestly, she's being a, a bit of an asshole because she would be helping both of them out. If you're willing to get a contract, can you imagine literally getting somebody to draft up a piece of paper and getting it notarized or whatever would make it valid and being like, well, this is my boyfriend. Oh, did y'all break up, sweetie? Uh, No, I just need to do this in case we break up. I just want to make sure I get my money back. Okay. Okay. What? Yeah. She's got to go. She's on my nerves. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I just, like either she is just dumb as fuck And doesn't understand, I mean, sorry, but, and doesn't understand how this stuff works or her, or her rationale is just, she's being a bitch. uh, Sorry, but she is she's an asshole and a bitch. Yeah. Wow. She's an ab. Stop being an ab. (laughs) The only abs we want on our stomach. Don't be an asshole and a bitch. Because again, if you're willing to put your foot down on that one, it would help her out too. She even said like, it would be a huge thing financially for her to split it with him. Okay, well, you can split the mortgage with me at my house. And I would rather probably live somewhere because what if the apartment complex sold their property and went up in rent? Then what are you going to do? Well, Make them pay you back? And she even talks about that. She talks about how her landlord is raising her rent. The other apartments in her area are more expensive. Your boyfriend's mortgage isn't going to change. That's a fixed payment. She wants to get engaged and she's just like, let's just stick it to him. No, it won't. You need to talk to him. 
Because Stephen ain't going to stand for that shit much longer, girl. No. I'm looking at you because I hope you're listening to this. And I hope what I'm saying, <laughs> how long ago <laughs> are we doing this current time? Yeah. Is this a live request? Because she better take notes. She should. She's about to get broken up with. I can't imagine anybody would agree with her. Absolutely. I'm just thinking about that. I'm Y'all like, have to has comment. She talked, has she talked this out with like friends Friend, yeah. and family? Like no. has anybody. If we're raging, imagine her friends and family. That actually know them. Right. Imagine her parents being like, uh, what? What? You want to do what now? Honestly, he should probably dump her. Right. He should probably dump her. Good luck having kids because you're probably going to have a whole damn contract with that. Names. Like, well, I need to have a little collateral. I get the extra guest room if you don't want to name <laughs> this kid this name. She has got to go. I she My blood pressure's high. I'm sweating. Yeah. I am sweating. Sorry, girl. You're being we're an not, asshole. We're not with you on this one. Um, okay. Those were good. Those were fun. But we need y'all to comment on the um post, you know, to boost our engagement that we yeah. don't get. Maybe we'll get to one. <laughs> one person. <laughs> Yay. Perhaps we should apply for Forbes next year. <laughs> oh, for sure. We have point five engagement. We made ten hundred thousand pennies uh <laughs> for twenty twenty two and we're a good time. I love that. However much ten thousand would be. Would it be ten hundred thousand? I don't know. Math isn't my forte. Me either, and um, nor do I want it to be. And Dorks. you know what? I'm just going to say next week, video, it's going to be better. It's going to be less choppy. Y'all. Um, we'll get this figured out. Really sorry. It is it's what my it fault. is. I'm, t- I'm taking a hit on this. You were taking one for the team earlier as we talked, and this is me taking one. See, the God, the God above was foreshadowing. He knew what was going to happen. He's like, all right, Spencer's got this one. I got this one. I'm really sorry for the video. But you know what? I have no doubt that Spencer is going to nail it. We'll see. Um, subscribe on YouTube, please. Mm-hmm. Head on over to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us some words of affirmation, uh, you know, all those things. Anything else that you want to add? Yes, we didn't do our uh, WWU this week because Spencer was bachelorette partying up in the back corner of the bar, <laughs> spending $100 in tips. I mean, in uh, <laughs> damn $2 beers. Um, but we will do that this week. We will yes. resume as normal. And that is all. And Maggie was such a peach. She was very she, good. She was here, y'all. And she was such a little peach. This I, was fun. This was, was this fun. Is, was this everything you thought it was going to be? Or were you nervous still? Because we were a little nervous coming on. No, I'm still a little nervous. Nervous from the technical aspect of it? Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not nervous. I thought I'd be a lot more nervous talking to y'all through this. I know that sounds really stupid because it's our podcast that like literally we do this no, it's every weird. week. But, and I'm scared of comments because people on YouTube are mean. Yeah, but <laughs> we can ignore them. We we have a new motto, and that's ignore the haters. Yep, we're gonna. That's what we're we're gonna, gonna do. talk about the haters between the two of us, but we're gonna ignore them for what y'all say. <laughs> we're gonna fester and dwell on anything negative. <laughs> we're gonna fake ignore the. Haters. But we're gonna pretend like we don't care. <laughs> that's why bye. we need the words best. I'm scared with chocolate. Yeah, bye.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash first year 15 for promotional details.